This is the Sheep Guarding Llama Podcast for Monday, November 14th, 2005. This is episode 21. I am your host, Scott Allen Miller, and my guest host today is Dominica Miller, who is right on the verge of sneezing (laughs) and uh, almost couldn't get in there. Uh, This is our very first podcast that we're going to be doing uh, together post our vacation, and so we're going to be making an attempt throughout this podcast to not mention the D word. And for those who don't know what that is, listen to the last ten podcasts because and you'll if know. if we mentioned the D word, then it would be mentioning the we would, D word. Right, we would have failed already. Yes. So we're not even going to mention the D word. And uh, now we've spent an entire 45 seconds speaking of nothing but the D word. Um, all right. And uh, let's, uh, let's start off with some news. Um, for those of you who watch Rocket Boom, uh, I think it was uh, Friday's episode it was absolutely hilarious and uh, completely inappropriate. So uh, no small children, but uh, very very funny. And uh, you actually watched that at work, so I, did I think watch I think it it's work. I think it's funnier actually that you watch it at work because it involves screaming. And it That's... says right on it, if you're watching this at work, you might want to turn down your volume. Oh, I missed that. No, it does. Is it, it in, is it in the show notes? At the I bottom. believe so. Oh, yes. okay. I never read the show notes. Yeah. Until I find and a website. So that I luckily, want to go to. I hit. I turned the volume way <laughs> down because nothing happens at first, and then all of a sudden, rah, 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 rah. so. Yeah. Yep. It caught us by surprise. I actually did watch it at work, but it's much more informal where I work than. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's um, hard to believe that it's much more informal where I, you work it than it is where I work. We're we're pushing the boundaries in informality at work. Yes, I think the difference is that you can actually work in your underwear. And nobody would say anything. And if right. I were to and my And you are limited you... to your pajamas yes. as as far as you can push the limits, right? Yes. Yes. And sometimes I do work in my underwear. Yes. I think I should mention that I'm actually podcasting in my underwear right now. <laughs> yes, you are. And you are actually podcasting in your pajamas. I am. So it's like we're at work. <laughs> and in fact, we're, we're in my office. <laughs> yes, so we are at so, work. So, yeah. The, the word, this is exactly how it is. Um, on our last show, uh, episode 20, we wrapped up by playing... Um, I believe it was Lynn Julian, If Farts Were Made Out of Super Bowl Stuff, uh, which was provided by the Podsafe uh, Music Network, which I wanted to mention because uh, they're absolutely awesome. These guys uh, over at the Pod Show, uh, which is podshow.com, um, they've, they're all into the whole podcasting thing, which is why they have that domain, obviously. And uh, they've put together the Podsafe Music Network, and what this is is a collection of artists who get together and... Uh, make their music uh, or spoken word performances available uh, for free for use on podcasting. And so it's an entire network, and you do have to, like, you know, say who they are, and you do have to give, you know, tell them when you use them, but you don't have to pay, and you can use it on po- podcasting, which is a difficult media to license for. So it's totally cool, and uh, if anybody wants to check it out, there's some great music over there. Uh, actually, I'm really impressed by the selection. There's a, there's a tremendous amount of good music over there, and it's music.podshow.com. I want to know if anyone else has, if thoughts were made out of Super Bowl stuff, they'd bounce right back when they fell from your butt. Does anybody else have that running through your head, through their head as a <laughs> constant commentary since they've listened to that? Yeah. Because I do. I, I actually, no, I haven't thought no? about it since the show. You see, I don't sing as well as the person who actually sang the That'd song. That'd be Lynn Julian, who yes. did a very good job. Yes. Oh, yes, yeah, she did. Yes. Yep, um, but it, yeah. that's a pretty funny song. It is. I like that. Yep. Uh, it's uh, so the Podsafe Music Network. Thank you very much. And we'll be playing on a regular basis music from them. Uh, and a lot of podcasts actually use them as a music source. They're they're pretty big now, and uh, making think, a lot of careers. I think. Really? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, a lot of those artists, um, they uh, you know they don't release their entire catalog to the Podsafe Music Network. Mm-hmm. They only release uh, a sampling of stuff that they like. That's. Uh, more or less appropriate for podcasts because you know some music really really lends itself to this kind of uh, airplay if you will and uh, so they really some people get to know the artist and then maybe you'll go see them live or maybe you'll you'll buy an album I would like to see Lynn Julian do a whole series of if farts were made out of a specific Ah. substance if farts were made out of um, well, chewing, Egyptian cotton. Egyptian maybe. cotton, yes. Because I, I was going to say <laughs> chewing gum, but I feel like chewing gum is a little too sim- similar to Super Bowl stuff. Except that if farts were made out of chewing gum, you would blow a huge bubble yep. out of yep. your butt. You would. And then it would pop. 
Yep. And that would be funny. Yes. And that's a little different than I just want to mention that all of the butt humor on this show and fart humor is not from me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you started it. I, you opened the door. I just played the song. You opened the door. I'm just supporting artists. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you opened the door. I should also mention, uh, this is cool, that uh, and apparently this has happened some time ago, but both of... Um, BMI and ASCAP, the, the organizations that license all the, the airplay music, uh, they now have a licensing scheme for podcasters so that you can play normal mainstream music uh, on podcasts and it is not outrageously expensive or illegal. It is totally legal. You do have to pay for it, obviously, but there's a, there's a, um, a sane, usable scheme for doing so and you can just write to, to them and get a, get a license. And so Neat. that's very cool. So. Neat. Along those lines, could we add a, a topic to tonight's show? Because oh, I would kind of like to talk about... Topic. Dun, a surprise dun, dun. topic. Yeah. I'd kind of like to talk about um, that being able to buy episodes of TV oh, yeah. on the internet. Yeah. Because okay. that's a very cool thing. And I, I think I'd like to talk about that. Okay. Well, why don't you uh, enlighten everyone to what we're talking about? But you describe things so much better than I do, dear. Well, basically... Um, is it is it NBC and ABC? Is that who it I is? I believe it's NBC and CBS. CBS, okay. ABC is um, is a division of Disney, and oh. I'm pretty sure that they are not currently involved in any scheme of that sort. I think I did see something that they're talking about something down the road, but it's different. Okay. Well, apparently, for not very not a lot of money, you can buy an episode of a show after it's aired. Ninety nine cents, I think. Yeah, I th- it was either a dollar ninety nine or ninety nine cents. And then, is it just one viewing, or you just have it to view from then on on your I computer? believe you own it. Yeah. But I believe the quality is lower than DVD, so it's not like... It's it's actually more expensive than DVD, because say say you're going to get, uh, oh, I don't know, so pick some random show, Friends. How many uh, episodes do they have in a season? Maybe 30-some. Right. And if it's 99 cents, I guess that's pretty close to the I cost of a... Fair, 22 is fairly standard. Okay. So I guess if you're paying a dollar each, $22 is a pretty good price for that, but it's an awkward way to get it. Storing it's a little bit awkward, so you do get a. You, they're not competing with their DVD sales, and I actually saw them say they didn't feel they were competing with their DVD sales, right? Because of the the format and everything. Yeah. But I was just thinking that um, you know, as people who don't own, who don't have cable, um, there are a couple shows that I am interested in, and just buying an episode and not having to pay for the rest of cable and watch the rest of crap that's on TV, mm-hmm. I think is a very cool thing. Oh, it's definitely cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, where this goes in the future. Yeah. Well, um, I believe BBC is doing something similar, but only in the UK. They're not doing it here. Uh, and I'm not sure if it's like BBC across the board. I think it's actually like BBC Two or something, and they're only doing it with a specific couple shows that are really popular or something as kind of a test. But they are doing something along those lines. So are these um, are the American stations only letting Americans do this, or is it worldwide? I believe it's worldwide. Okay. Yeah. Well, hopefully BBC will be worldwide. I hope so. I hope that they just open up their catalog. Because like I would buy my hero because we mm-hmm. can't get it on DVD here. Right. Although and we probably will. Running, so isn't it? I believe it's still running. Yeah. yeah. Now what you don't know because you haven't been reading the news today because you've been out is that uh, this morning AOL Time Warner, uh, the largest media conglomerate, uh, announced that they are releasing their back catalog, which is, I believe, the largest television catalog there is, uh, is being released for free onto the Internet. They're uh, creating a series of uh, over-the-Internet television channels, and I'm, I'm going to get this wrong, but it's something like TV2Go, something along those lines. And uh, hopefully... In the show notes, we'll get a link to this story. Uh, but they are um, free channels. This is the big deal. Free. It is not downloadable like the the paper ones where you get 99 cents and one episode. Okay. But this is a streaming channel of like, and they specifically mention this one, The Growing Pains. Like, The Growing Pains channel. Do you think there's a Scarecrow Mrs. King channel? It all depends if Time Warner oh. owns those shows. Oh, we have to find out. Oh, I'm <laughs> going to be excited. I'm never going to get any work done. No. But they said they they have such an unbelievably large collection of shows that they've amassed over the years that they do not have the means to monetize it through regular television. And so putting it out on the internet is not going to disrupt any of their current financial models okay. because it's just stuff that they weren't making money on already. And they'll still release it on DVD and actually make if money they, from it on DVD if they decide to. Right. Well, they'll actually have an opportunity to create uh, a whole... Uh, fan base 
Right. For things that people have never seen before. Think about how many, even today, a lot of uh, people who are like, say, 15 and younger, they may not even know what Growing Pains is because it went off the air when they were two. And um, is that the reason? So there, there's just the reason that Growing Pains hasn't been on reruns very much is that they don't have a place to put it or something? Well, there's only so many channels. And right. uh, it's, you know, you'd have to... You'd have to talk to uh, Miller Boyette Productions and Time okay. Warner and everyone um, and see what the, you know, because there's a combination happen. of who owns it, who has to get paid each time it's played, um, how much any particular channel is willing to pay for it. I'm sure if you owned a station and wanted to play Growing Pains, I'm sure it's an option that you can get from the Time Warner archives, but you would have to uh, do it independently because no network is carrying them. And uh, it, it might be a little bit more expensive than you felt you could get commercials to pay for. Is it just me, or it, I, I feel like the last time I saw Growing Pains rerun was like 10 years ago. Uh, yeah, I feel like when it went off the air, they only let reruns go for a year or two, and then that yeah, was it. Yeah, and then they stopped. Yep. Okay. It's not just me, then, because I'm no. like, I have not seen Growing Pains in so long. No. Well, you can only play so many things when Full House runs 24 hours a day. Yeah. That is true. Yep. And Full House, for those of you who have not seen enough of it, I do know that it's on Nick at Night. Uh, between 5 and 6 in the morning, they do two episodes of Full House. Great. I yeah. believe they also do it at 5 and 6 in the afternoon. I think they probably do. I'm pretty sure they do at least one out of 12 uh, hours on every uh, day you is know, uh, Full House. Something I'm going to miss about working at the hotel is that um, I got to I got to watch The Cosby Show and The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Which is out on DVD, both of those. Yes, but I didn't have to pay for it. That is true. To watch them on Nick at Night. And I enjoyed that. And I even enjoyed some of the earlier episodes of Roseanne. And it made me realize, watching them, why my mother decided that Roseanne was really inappropriate and that we weren't allowed to watch <laughs> it anymore. Yeah, not, and it's really not very good. No, it's not very good. They did deal with some topics that um, were kind of taboo for them to have dealt with. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. So, and it wasn't a horrible show, but yeah. in general, it wasn't very good. No. Well, but, but they did, like, the birth control thing with mm-hmm. Becky, and yeah. and they did some uh, Rachel stuff, and, yeah. yeah, it was it was interesting. Yeah. I think they had, uh, I think they had a, weak, a weak cast to work with. Yeah. John Goodman is amazing. Yes. And then Roseanne Barr is terrible. Yeah. And the girl who played Becky, the, the older blonde girl, she was terrible. Mm-hmm. And Sarah Gilbert's good. And Sarah Gilbert is very good. Yep, Sarah but Gilbert what did she have to Gilbert. work with? Yeah, and crap. that DJ kid wasn't even alive. They might as well have had a mannequin. Yeah. It was terrible. And then and then that sister, she did nothing. What's oh yeah, just Roseanne's Jackie. sister. Jackie, yeah. yep. Uh yeah. It was a weak show with a with two people who I mean John Goodman had to get paid too much for what he was able to put into that show. I feel like I don't see enough of John Goodman lately. Uh, no. No, it's very sad. I really like John Goodman. He's very good. Do you know, I even... Do you know, wait, wait, I should mention, okay. uh, Walmart has uh, John Goodman's classic King Ralph on I sale right now. I was just about to say <laughs> that I really like King Ralph. Okay. I guess, we'll, I guess we'll go movie. pick that up then. Good, because it's five dollars. I really like that movie. I like it. I, was I couldn't, just about to say that. I couldn't quite justify purchasing it no, the other day. No, I really like that okay. movie. That's yeah. cla- it's classic it is cheesy a cute movie. movie. Yes. Yep. You I know really who like I, I saw? I've only seen that movie once. Mm. And I saw it with Nate at the Batavia Movie Theater. You went to see that at the movies? I did. Okay, it's now. It's a John Goodman film. That's funny that it's, you went to see yes. it at the movie. Although, my personal favorite John Goodman film, without a doubt, is Always... Oh, that's a good movie. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it's that's a good movie, very good. despite the fact that Spielberg was involved. Yeah, yeah. it's still good. Yeah, I like Richard, Richard Dreyfuss, Dreyfuss, though, yeah. yeah. And Holly Hunter. He's funny, Good Richard people. Yep. Do you know, speaking of movies and excitement about movies, yep. all I'm going to say is, Harry Potter is next oh, yeah. week. Yep. That's all I'm uh, going to say. I believe we're four days away. Is that correct? Really? Comes out on the 18th? Does is it? That, is that right? Today's I the 14th. It, I thought it was coming out... The weekend of Thanksgiving, but I think you might be right. I think it is the 18th. Oh my gosh, I'm going to pee my pants. Yep. Hey, Jen, if you're listening, and I will email you about this, maybe we should go see Harry Potter on Saturday, or on Sunday. Maybe we could do a matinee. Maybe. What do you think? Well, we'll talk we're, to Trisha. We're hoping that Tinseltown has it in the DLP Digital Theater. Oh my gosh, I'll pee my pants. Yep. That's awesome. I'm sorry, people. I can't help <laughs> it. I'm very excited. <laughs> I see. Harry Potter, Harry Potter. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, that was our surprise topic for the evening. Yes. We had no idea that was coming. Uh, <laughs> well, now that we've mentioned Jen, I think we should mention that Jen is uh, planning on being our guest host uh, this coming weekend. 
This is my college roommate, Jen, and she'll always be my roommate. Every time I think of Jen, and I, I, I have to um, restrain myself from saying my roommate, Jen. She hasn't <laughs> been my roommate in five years, <laughs> but it doesn't matter. She will always be my roomie. Okay. Yes. Yep. She's and coming she up on Saturday. She lives in Philly. Going to be up here on Saturday and Sunday. Yes. And uh, hopefully, maybe even Saturday night, we'll be doing the podcast with her. Maybe we'll get two podcasts out of her. We'll see. That would be cool. Yeah. Now, she claims, and don't be disappointed, people, but she says she's not going to do it naked. She did say that. She did, but... We'll have to liquor her up. Yeah. We'll see. We'll, we'll let you we'll know. We'll see. It's, uh, once you start podcasting, it's, uh, it's tough to keep the walls up. Yes, because for instance, Scott used to Scott used to podcast in pants and I did. We've already Once upon gone a that time, I, yes. I definitely started fully clothed. Now there are no pants. Now there are no pants. I do have a shirt on. Yes. I actually have a almost dress shirt on. It's yep. pretty it's pretty funny here in your Hawaiian luau underwear. These are actually my favorite boxers. Yeah. Um the late night luau uh is that a hula dancer? What is that? Yes, it's a hula girl. With yeah. Sort of, with really big bracelets. And then a, a moon above it's her. I don't know what that is. hula girls wear flower bracelets. Oh, I see. <coughs> that Bless you. <coughs> Sneeze. This is, a, this is my chance to mention that both Dominic and I have colds uh, very bad today. And we're both sitting here drinking hot tea while we do the show so that we can keep talking. And I have felt really crappy all day. Yeah, uh, you slept, um, well, you slept eight hours last night. And then you slept like five hours this afternoon. Yep. On the floor of the office. Yeah, with the dog in the yes. sunlight. Yep. Which I can't believe was not way too warm. That was no, a warm actually, spot to I be. needed a blanket. I was chilly. Yeah. I don't know. Wow. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, we've got a cut. We've we always do this. We have the statistics, and I know some people don't uh, don't read SGL, so you get your statistics from here. Uh, the first one is this is really cool. I've finally been doing enough on the internet over the years. This is I've been on the internet for uh, twelve years now since uh, early '94, and uh, I am now so well known to the infrastructure of the internet that uh, if you do a Google search on my name. And this is the first time this has ever happened. I am now the number one result when you do a search of my name. It's actually very me. Very exciting. I wish we had canned applause right now. Oh, that would be great. Yes, we need oh, to work on that. Yeah, we need some sound effects. That would, yes. that would be good. Um, if you do a Google search on my full name, my ranking in the top ten that is actually me is spots one, three, four, six, seven, and ten. And if you do an image search, my image is number two. So... That is pretty exciting. That's it's exciting, neat. Honey. It's neat when you have a normal name like me, like a completely common name that everybody has. And you know, I even ha- I even know people who have the same first, middle, and last name as me. So it's you know not that uncommon of a name for Google to actually even be able to find me, let alone have me be the top result and to be six out of the top ten results. It's, it's almost, just cool. It's almost like being married to a famous person. It's you're almost. It's very similar. I am almost famous. You are. And well, and now with this podcast, which is uh, today ranked on Podomatic number 24 for the day. Awesome. Which is pretty cool. And overall, we're up to 45. So if our listeners are out there, keep listening and get people to listen because we are getting there. And don't forget that if you tell us what you want us to talk about, we'll talk about it. Yeah. As long as it's appropriate. And sometimes, even if it's not. Yes. Once in a while. Once in a while. <laughs> and uh, speaking of how incredibly famous the show is, we are talking about making SGL clothing line. What are I, your thoughts? I think that that is a good idea. Yeah? I think that having your cousin Sarah design little cartoony Chief Guarding Llama things would be cool because I still laugh when I think about that cartoon that she drew on that placemat. Oh, yeah. Yep. Good placemat artist. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So uh, we're thinking about baseball caps. Okay. And uh, T-shirts. Those are the two things. I'm yeah. So around. baseball caps, I don't think you would want to do little cartoony things. But on a T-shirt. I don't know. I think we, well, I think we want to have, maybe we should have a contest and give away the first cap to the, to the person who wins. But uh, we need a llama logo. Yes. And uh, I have some ideas about what I want it to look like, but um, I, can't, I can't draw, so we're at a loss there. We um, need a llama logo. You know, I really like those um, t-shirts that Will Wheaton has that are the comic strip thing. That it's, um, are you, I hate, I hate Wesley Crusher. I'm not Wesley Crusher, I'm Will Wheaton. And then the guy's like, oh, 
I will. I love you. Yeah. So, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Yeah. The, the cartoon thing. I think if we had a cartoon design, that would be cool. Okay. Yep. All right. <laughs> so, I'll talk to Sarah. And don't forget, we're having a contest now. So Yeah, we're looking for a llama logo. Yes. And we all we want is the llama head in the logo. We need something that we can replace our hamster logo with. Because we're sheepgoating llama, but our logo is a hamster right now. If anyone goes and sees our um, our icon, if you go to sheepgoatingllama.com, the icon that shows up at the top is a hamster, which is very cute. Yes. But we're sheepgoating llama. Yes. We're not sheepgoating hamster. Or hamster guarding llama. Hamster guarding sheep. Ah, sheepgoating hamsters. However, we should mention that the show is recorded only a foot away from Mr. Humphreys, our hamster. He is yes. right here on the same desk as the microphone. He is. He's not awake at the moment, which is good because he, uh, I've been told you can hear him very clearly on the recordings. Oh, really? So yeah. He's made noise. Oh, he makes yeah. Well, if you look, we're about eighteen inches away from his wheel, and uh, with the microphone. And when I use the headset, which picks up my voice a lot more than the room noise, this thing's terrible. Um, uh, you could hear him clearly over the headset, and so and people listening right now. Might be able to hear Oreo in the other room drinking his water. Uh, we have the loudest dog ever. Our dog never stops making noise. He makes so much noise. Grunts and sighs. And, and sniffs. And, and, and these weird, when he's, when he's like itching himself, and he makes these slurpy licking noises. Yep. Yeah, I actually think he's sick, and he's just like itching his toe or something. <laughs> Yep. Yep. And he just came in inside next to us. Yep. So uh, SGL clothing. Think about it. So let us know what you want. Um, I don't think we're planning on making like SGL underwear or anything. But if there's demand, oh, oh, I'm getting a positive response here. <laughs> I think I would like SGL underwear. SGL I want SGL boy shorts. Ah, SGL boy shorts. <laughs> Speaking of underwear. Speaking. Yes. All right. I, I had friends that told me to switch to boy shorts. So ladies, switch to boy shorts. They're very comfortable. Okay. Not the end of that. Okay. Uh, I should also mention, uh, Sheep Gunning Llama is listed on Podcast Alley, which is the big uh, listener voting uh, ranking system for uh, podcasts. And we're new to the, we're new on there. It takes a lot to get on there because they actually have to listen to your podcast and like approve you before you can get on. Uh, but we went through the approval process, and both SGL and SGL two are on there now. Uh, we are not able to vote because they lock us out. But we need our listeners to get in there and vote for us. If you do a search for sheep, you get us. Pretty much, if you do a search for sheep anywhere, you get us. Why not a search for a llama? You can do that too, but sheep were like the only result on so many search engines, it's unbelievable. Really? Yeah, not like Google, but like right. like Technorati and stuff like that. Hmm. We are considered the world, both sheep and llama, if you do a search on that, we are considered the top reference for either one of those words. <laughs> I think that um, it's because sheep are not as popular as llamas. It must be. I think so. Yep. But large groups of sheep jumping over something is very cute. It's true. But so everyone get out to Podcast Alley. Uh, It's because of shows and their listeners going out and voting for them is how people get ranked. And Don and Drew ask for votes on every episode. And uh, for a long time, they were number four, but they did get passed by Keith and the girl. I think that... Which personally, I think Don and Drew do a better job. Oh. Although they've now started video blogging as well. Yeah. They did one just the other day. I just caught it. So we'll see. They're weirdos. Oh, yeah. Don and Drew. I don't listen to them very much. Well, they're from Wisconsin. What do you want? (sighs) Gotcha. Don and Drew, we love you. (coughs) Excuse me. Bless you. (laughs) Just blew everybody. I tried um... to turn away, but that was kind of loud. You know, I've never called into their show, but maybe we'll get lucky and be able to call into ours. That would be cool. That would be amazing. Yeah. Wow. But they get like, don't they get like Paris Hilton calling into their show? Uh, yes, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty big. That would be cool. I think they have like... Hey, Paris, if you want to call into our show, that would be cool too. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Or like Arnold Schwarzenegger. That would be cool. Yeah. He's in China. Is he? Yeah, he's being mobbed by Chinese fans. Oh. They decided to send him somewhere where his fame outweighed his political stance. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, unfortunately. Is he he campaigning? Is it like a... Goodwill well, ambassador. Well, he's, he's not thing? trying to get them to vote for him. Well, obviously not. But is <laughs> he trying all, to make himself look good? If all to the people of Sichuan province voted for him, he'd win for sure. Um, yeah. I don't know what he's doing over there. Is he trying to be the new dictator of China? Uh, maybe. Oh. Speaking of which, the uh, princess of Japan stepped down today uh, and married a commoner. Really? Or is going to marry a commoner? But she stepped down today 
because she is marrying a commoner, at least. Uh, a city planner, a 40-year-old city planner. I don't really think about Japanese royalty very much. You don't really hear about them Because they much. never die, so it's always the same person. Oh. For a very long time. I see. I believe her brother is going to be the next emperor, so uh, it wasn't a big loss stepping down as the princess, I guess. Hmm. Although, quite a shock, I can only imagine. Yes. Yep. So, uh... All right. Let's see. Other news. Um, ah, there is a new podcast uh, for our listeners to check out, and that is uh, scottreadsbible.podomatic.com. And yes, it is Scott Reading the Bible. Uh, the goal is a chapter a day. Uh, we'll see if we're able to keep that up or not, but it is uh, me reading uh, the Bible. It's not in order. We're not starting at Genesis 1 and going straight through. We're kind of jumping around uh, more or less as my fancy takes us. Um, and uh, we're going to be jumping around in versions, and it's just going to be just kind of a, a random daily Bible chapter. Interesting. I thought so. Yeah. Yeah. I think people would like that. Write that down for me, honey. Um, there, there'll be a link on the show notes. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> Yeah, and, and there's like definitely links from, like, Cheap Grading Llama and SGL2. You know, it's out there. The announcements have been made. Cool. It's uh, Lamentations 1 is already up. Hmm. That's our, our first one from the uh, New Living Translation. So people who want to hear it can get out there and check it out. Neat. Good job, yeah. honey. You're so, you think of such interesting things to do. Good ideas you okay. have. <laughs> okay. All right. That's my husband, folks. <laughs> uh, Blogger has a new tool. Uh, I, I don't know when they released this, but it's pretty recent. Uh, it's called Blogger for Word. For those of you who own uh, Microsoft Word, uh, either 2000 XP or 2003. Uh, I use 2003 when I use Word. Most of the time I use OpenOffice. That's www.openoffice.org for people who want to check that out, the uh, awesome free uh, office suite. But uh, I do use Word sometimes. I am a consultant, a technology consultant, so I'm stuck using everything all the time. Word is a great program. I'm not wrong. Uh, knocking on it but uh blogger has this really cool um new thing called blogger for word you download it from blogger and install it and it adds a little uh posting a publishing button to word so you could just go into word work on a document click publish and it'll put your blog up immediately straight from word and so you don't yeah so it's a web services thing you don't have to be on the website to do stuff um it, it's really awesome. That's awesome. It's it's a really cool That's feature. That's so much more convenient. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. And it doesn't limit you from using the uh, uh, the regular blogger interface. It's just an, an added thing for convenience. So if you're working on long posts, which I do sometimes when I'm not on SGL2, but on some of the other sites, um, it's it's really nice. And, it you know, spell checking's in there, and it's a lot faster. And especially for those of you who are on... Uh, Dial-up. This is a really big deal because uh, because you're not doing a full web page. It's a lot faster. It t- the total bandwidth it needs is only a tiny fraction, um, and it does it in the background and really quickly. And you can edit ones you've already done really easily. Uh, it's really really nice. Blogger had a really good idea with that one. That's pretty exciting. And simple. I mean, as simple as can be. It's it's amazing. Neat. So, yep. do you put links to all this stuff that you talk about that has a an appropriate link on the in the notes? I try. We're pretty bad with it so far, but we're getting better with mentioning things. Like right. we, we didn't used to mention very much stuff, and now we're mentioning more and more. So, uh, we're we're starting to add things to the show notes. Cool. So, hopefully, this will all be in there. Almost anything like this that doesn't uh, get show notes. If you ever lose show notes here, uh, go over to uh, sheepguardinglama.com, and almost always on the same day, uh, things are in there. And uh, you can uh, you can get all the links uh, right from there. And uh, speaking of uh, tools for podcasting, well, blogging and podcasting, uh, I should mention iPodder, which is the software that we like totally recommend for uh, podcasting. And we hope that all of you are listening to us over. Um, they uh, they got into a, well, they got a cease and desist uh, from Apple, and they have changed their name uh, from iPodder to Juice. Their emblem was always the lemon, and so they just made it into juice. Uh, okay. And they went to version 2.2. They were on 2.1 before. So uh, Yeah, I guess I'd potter. Yeah. It's a, little, it's a little different than calling it a podcast. A little bit, yeah. Because yeah. it's not an iPodcast. It's right. just a podcast. If it was potter, they would have been in... <laughs> that would have been weird, but they probably would have been fine. Yeah. So uh, it's now called Juice. 
Uh, there's a new website. Uh, I'll try to put the link up for that also in the show notes. Okay. Uh, boy, there's a lot of show notes to do. Slaving over the show notes. Um, and uh, But yeah, a uh, new version of that, and uh, get out there and download it. And as always, there's always a link on SGL for that. So, over on the right-hand side. Uh, we are hoping, I've been doing some research on uh, WordPress, the open-source blogging and podcasting uh, utility. And it looks pretty rockin'. Does it? I don't yes. know what you're talking about. Oh, so. uh, yeah. WordPress is a, a server-based content management system for blogging. Oh. Where it, it does all the work for you, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it takes some work to get it set up and everything. But looks like a pretty cool tool. It's open source. Runs on PHP and MySQL. Um, so my hope is, the plan is to get Cheap Guarding Llama moved over to that. Because right now we're running with no content management whatsoever. It's all hand-coded. 600,000 words of text hand-coded. There's like 50, 60 pages at least on the site. Everything's managed by hand. So do you anticipate um, do you anticipate becoming a blogger hoster kind of thing? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just thought I'd ask. Yeah, Not even okay. for our friends? No. Sorry, guys. <laughs> what about for me? Use Blogger. What about for me? You're already on Blogger. Blogger does a good job. Everybody should use Blogger. What if I want to use www.blogger.com. Well, you should run your own WordPress server if that's what you want to do. Oh. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> well, were you planning on blogging? Was this a, Actually, a, was I this like, an impending... Uh... I like this better than blogging. Yeah? Yeah. This is more fun. Are you going to have your own show? No, because I like talking to you. You've kind of monopolized my show. (laughs) Yeah. No, I want this this show. This is my show. Nope, not anymore. Now it's our show, honey. We're married. It's half mine. I see. Uh, (laughs) So anyway, WordPress 1.5.2. I'm looking into it. It looks pretty cool. Uh, It does all the the syndication stuff. Built right in. Supports RSS 2.0. It's cool. Um, Ah, yes. Speaking of the blogs, a number of months ago on uh, uh, SGL2, uh, we mentioned uh, a horrible experience we had with Perkins, uh, the Perkins family restaurant up on uh, uh, Jefferson in Rochester. And uh, we, we're vegetarians, as most of our listeners know. Uh, we're veg-aquarians. We, we eat vegetables, um, eggs, milk, and fish. Um, and the the Perkins up there, we've you know going to Perkins for years. Growing up around Perkins, I've been to Perkins more than almost any other restaurant. Uh, and all of a sudden, we we had a Perkins that was absolutely unaccommodating to vegetarians and unaccommodating to the point where they refused to even allow us to speak to a manager. Um, and uh, our waitress even came and talked to us about how a whole bunch of vegetarians have been treated this way, and that uh, it was just the policy of that store uh, to not do anything for vegetarians not to talk to them and uh, uh check sgl to see we don't want to go into uh, uh, how bad it was sgl has all that inf- or sgl2 has all that information quick search on per- i'm pretty sure if you do a search on perkins on technorati you're going to get that um but uh i then i did complain to perkins uh corporate and they did not respond at all they didn't care at all so apparently they're supporting uh the store because it was not in any way uh dealt with after the fact. Um, but uh, because they didn't deal with it, I posted it on SGL2, so at least somebody would hear about the experience. And uh, I have gotten uh, a couple responses from Perkins employees who went on, saw the blog, and uh, were concerned and wrote to me. So uh, uh, it doesn't help me much with my feelings for Perkins because Perkins themselves didn't respond, and some you know, concerned employees uh, who, you know, for all I know, you know, work in a different state and like their jobs, but, you know, they have no power to make it better. Maybe it was the owner. I don't know. Uh, I wish that they had said where they worked because we would go to that Perkins. Yeah, I'm impressed. It was probably Lisa uh, who used to work in Geneseo. She was the the famous uh, Perkins top-rated waitress for the entire uh, chain, and she was always, she was great. Hmm. I, I don't see her blogging, though, so mm. probably not. Uh, but... You know, well, if, if this is uh, if you're out there uh, concerned, Perkins employee, I appreciate the uh, the note. Um, but uh, if you really want to make a difference, get the company to actually respond to the complaint that was put in. Because you know, as much as as even if all of the the employees of Perkins were concerned and wrote to me, uh, that's not the point. The point is that Perkins is not enforcing a policy of 
at least substituting non-meat products for meat. Uh, bread for meat or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not looking to sit to cut the cost here. We're just looking to not have to give up half of our meal. Right. And uh, but pay for it, but, but not be yeah, able to eat it. Right. Yeah. Just uh, kind of obnoxious. Um, and then it would be nice if vegetarians were at least allowed to speak to managers. Yeah. That yeah to have was, a policy. That was a big problem. Yeah a, yeah. a policy of not being willing to speak to to uh, customers when they ask to speak to a manager, uh, because honestly, it, it seemed very unlikely that the uh, the waitress was telling the truth. You know, a manager should never leave it up to the reputation of the server as the final word in the responsibility of the store. Right. Yeah. Uh, but my point of this story was not uh, another chance to complain about uh, how awful, awful the Perkins chain is. Um, although that that is an added bonus, I must say. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, the power of blogging. Uh, I was actually able to post a single complaint against uh, the restaurant chain and employees actually did get back to me. And uh, if you if you read um, uh, Paul Graham, Hackers and Painters, if you read uh, Clue Train Manifesto, they talk about uh, markets are conversations and that companies that aren't evolving are uh, they're missing a chance to talk to their customers. And if they don't talk to their customers, their customers aren't going to talk to them and they're just not going to do business with them. And here we see it. We see where that company had the opportunity they have a, an employee who knows we had a problem, who was willing to talk to us, and yet the company remains disconnected and impersonal. And I still see Perkins as not caring that it happened. But they came so close. They were in the position to do the right thing. The technology, the, the opportunity arose, the connect happened, and they dropped the ball. But this is where the Clue Train Manifesto is going. This is what they're showing is this kind of market conversation. Had Perkins been spending all their time on the blogs, they had a chance to remedy the fact that they messed up in their in their customer service. Their PR department screwed up, but their employees at least tried to fix it. But they're obviously not... <coughs> bless you. Thank you. They're not uh, empowering their employees to the point where they can actually make a difference, unfortunately. What company so, does? It, right, none. Yeah. Um, and uh, Ours would. Ours would, yes. Yes. Yeah. And uh, for people working for SGL Media. Uh, <laughs> um, so, but I, I was very excited to get feedback on that and actually have an actual response. I thought that was really cool. And I really do appreciate that, uh, those actually two employees who, uh, who bothered to get back to me. Can I be the vice president of SGL Media? We'll see. <laughs> well, maybe, everybody knows I'm actually the vice president. Maybe if you had your own show. I don't want my own show. I want this show. I just didn't we just go through this? This is my show now. <sighs> Next thing you're gonna know, Jen's gonna take over the show this weekend, and that'll be the end of it. Hmm. <laughs> no, she wouldn't do that. Okay. Because it's my show. I didn't think you would do it, but here we are. Yep. <laughs> Too bad. You're the one who wanted me on it. Hey, that's all I have to say. You open the door once again. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, we had an adventure this evening. Yes, we did. Um, uh, Oreo, our Boston Terrier, our six-year-old Boston Terrier, who is a big pain in the keister. Who is snoring right now. I wonder if we could get the microphone down there so they could hear it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You you can't move mics without a tremendous amount of noise. Um, uh, uh, He has this thing now about going outside a million times every day. And it's cold out. I can't believe he wants to go out. But he goes out, and he stays out for a really long period of time. And it is a problem. Ugh. See, I think that it's your fault because you're a sucker and he knows it. Because I just ignore him. And, and where did he pee? <laughs> okay, we weren't home when he peed. Yes, but... Mm-hmm. Um, That's he was, completely He was ignored different. for too long. I don't know. Whatever. Well, how many times would it happen if I didn't ever let him out? Well, no, you have to let him out, but he doesn't <laughs> need to go out... Once, and then 15 minutes later, go out again, and then 15 minutes later, go out again, and then 15 minutes later, go out again. But he looks at you with his big brown eyes, and you go and open the door and let him go outside. I guess I'm just not heartless. Yeah. You need to be a little tougher. (laughs) But he's our baby. Yes, he's our baby, but Um, he's playing you like a fiddle. (laughs) He's very manipulative. So anyway, uh, he went out, um, and on his third time out tonight, he stayed out, I think, for like half an hour. Yeah. It was probably not half an hour. It seems a really long time. 
And uh, eventually, uh, and every time he goes out, I have to eventually go out and call for him. Um, but to, this time I called him. I couldn't get any response, so I had to take out his big rubber ball that he plays with and bounce it on the deck so that he could hear that. And uh, eventually oh, he, he came responded. running. Yeah, he came running. Oh, almost immediately he came running. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, uh, he does Stinker. not ever respond to voice. Ever. No. Um, but uh, he got in the house and uh, was, was in for only a minute before we, uh, we realized what had happened. Yeah. Uh, I, I went to pet him and realized that my hand was brown after I petted him. Ugh. Um, yep. He found he was, some poop. He was rolling in the poop. Yep. Rolling with the poopies. Yeah. Yep. So um, he immediately got thrown into the bathtub. Which Not luckily, he needed a bath anyway. He did. He was a stinky boy. He needed a bath. But, but then he was a really oh, stinky that boy. That was bad. The water was brown when we yeah. washed him. It oh. was disgusting. So those of you who are thinking about getting a pet, remember that dogs roll in poop when you let when you take your eyes off of them for a second. It's their favorite thing to do. And he yeah. thought he smelled pretty good. He I, did. I think he, was, he was going out on the town. He's like, "Ooh, the ladies are going to like it." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nope, not so much. Um, <laughs> and now he's all clean and snuggly in his little bed, and he's sleeping. Um, and I bet people can hear him snoring there. He's pretty loud. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yep. Yeah, joy of dogs. He's almost as loud as you were before you got your CPAP. No, he's really not. No, he is. sometimes he is. I have woken <laughs> up out of a sound sleep in the middle of the night panicked because he was snoring so loud that I thought you forgot to put your machine on. <laughs> and I have like, I usually slap my hand on your face to see if you have the thing on your nose. I don't know if you realize that. That's usually how I tell. I see. Yeah. I hit you in the face and go, oh, yep, he's got the thing on. <laughs> you don't need to actually hit me on the face. We're on a podcast. Nobody can see. No. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was trying to make it more realistic. <laughs> I see. And, um, I, and then I realized it was him and went... Holy cow, that's the dog. So I nudged him. <laughs> Didn't work. Um, so I think you wanted to tell uh, everybody a little bit about work after uh, completely blowing everyone off last time. Yeah. I wasn't ready to talk about it yet. I see. Yes. You're looking at me again. Sorry. Yes, I keep having a conversation with Scott instead of with the microphone. I'm still trying to get used to that. So when you can't hear me, that's what I'm doing. So work is cool. It's a really good environment, and uh, it's a great place to work. I'm having fun, and um, the best part of it is the pod coffee maker that they have. And um, does it have anything to do with podcasting? No, it doesn't. Oh, okay. No, but if you don't know what that is, it's one of those little coffee makers that makes one cup at a time, and you put a little. Um, it's almost like the size of a medicine cup that you take like cough syrup. And it's a little bit bigger than that. And you open up the thing and you stick one in there and then you press the button and there's your coffee in like 30 seconds. And they have uh, about between 40 and 50 kinds of coffee and tea. And um, I spend a good part of my day trying different flavors. Because it's fun. And And then you spend a good part of the day... Talking about it. And then... Peeing. Yes. (laughs) Yes, because coffee goes right through me. It does. Not a girl who can hold her caffeine. Not at all. It's not. I don't even think it's the caffeine, it's the coffee. Oh, really? It's whatever's in coffee. Because the tea doesn't do it to me like the coffee does. Well, tea has a lot less caffeine. Yeah. Well, yeah, but soda doesn't do it to me either. Oh, okay. It's just something about coffee. Something about it being hot, maybe? I have no idea. Maybe hot caffeine makes it absorb know. faster. Is tea hot? Yes. Yeah, okay. Just check it, because the tea doesn't do it, you see. Well, what if I'm drinking decaffeinated tea? What if you're drinking decaffeinated coffee? I'm not drinking decaffeinated coffee. Are you drinking decaffeinated tea? I'm not sure. (laughs) Okay. I didn't check. You're not giving us a lot of information to help you with here. I'm sorry. (laughs) But at any rate, I drink coffee and then I pee. Okay. That's about it. And that's what work is all about. That's what it's all about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, people with colds getting tired. It's uh, <laughs> yeah. We get a little bit weird. I think I'm losing some energy here. Yeah, you are. 
Well, I'm you're, sorry. you're definitely forgetting where the microphone is. Yeah, and I even know. when I'm looking at it, I'm like looking at it and looking at it. I guess you need it. to make a card that says, aim at microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I need to just have it tattooed on my forehead. Yeah. Because that's where you're looking. Yes, I can't help it. I'm talking See, now to you. you're looking away. Now you're looking off into space. <laughs> I'm trying to look off into space and aim my mouth at the microphone. Is it working? I see. Is I it working? Know. No. Hey, look, the hamster. The hamster is awake, and he's running in his wheel. You should hear him in a second. Oh, his eyes aren't open yet, though. He's only out for a, a sampling to see what's going on. He probably went to pee in his wheel. I'm thinking he may be peeing in his wheel. That's his favorite thing. He yep. pees in his wheel. It's a, it's a problem with our hamster. He's taken to finding what is ever the most annoying way to defecate, and he does that. Yes, I'm talking about you, Mr. Humphreys. He's looking at us. He, he can hear me talking, and he knows that I'm sitting just a few inches away. And uh, he's wondering how he can get onto the show. But he can't. Because we've tried, and the moment we uh, we get him anywhere near, he uh, nibbles on the, the microphone wires. So, that just doesn't work. He's a naughty hamster. He's a very naughty hamster. I think he's being a bad influence on the dog. Oh, it's Mr. Humphrey's fault. It is. Yep. Had to be somebody's. The truth comes out. Um, Alright, I think the last thing we have uh, to talk about tonight is... I know everybody's relieved that we're getting to the end. Uh... I know we started out strong. I feel like we've petered out. Yeah, well, you took a break there in the middle, and that was a that was a killer. Oh, I'm and sorry. you came back and sat farther away from the mic. I did. Yeah, I thought I moved back close. No, I'm really tired. All of a sudden, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> tired. <laughs> all right, our last thing is uh, I think was it last night. Yes. Okay. Last night uh, we finished up watching as time goes by the BBC. Uh, series ran for nine years. Uh, Judy Dench, Jeffrey Palmer, um, and a bunch of other people who I don't know their names. Um, and uh, awesome show. We've been Scott's watching it for years. Show. My favorite show of all time. And uh, sorry, the hamster was uh, grabbing my attention there. <laughs> he's he's rattling his cage if I'm not careful, and uh, then it'll be loud. Uh, but uh, we finally saw the final three episodes. After uh, after nine years, I started watching the show sometime in the in the early nineties, like ninety two, ninety three, when it was uh, first on. And so all this time, I've been waiting for the final episodes. <laughs> okay, the hamster is rattling his cage with his teeth right now. He's doing his pay attention to me. He grabs onto the cage with his teeth. It actually like rattles it. Yeah, like a jailbird. It, yeah, like he's in yeah. jail. Yeah, like he's in jail and going, let me out, let me out. Oh, he gave up. He's gone up to his water level now. We give him a little yogurt. That'll keep him busy. All right. Anyway, uh, as time goes by, finally we've gotten to the end of of that after all these years, and uh, it, it's just an awesome show. It is. I think it's really sad though that uh, um, partway through the show, uh, Judy Dench's husband died, and uh, I really feel that the show really went down downhill quite a bit after that. Yeah. It. Uh, uh, we were talking about this earlier, and uh, it really seems like uh, Judy Dench's character, uh, Gene, they, uh, I, my personal feeling is, is that they got different writers for the show, because they, uh, okay, everybody has to be able to hear the hamster at this point, um, because they completely changed her character, they took away all personality, and uh, made her into uh, nothing but a compulsive liar, and uh, a really a dislikable character in the show. Yeah. I think they made her insane. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, she was, she was definitely insane. unstable. Yeah, she had no ability to function in the real world. Um, and really, had to, I don't know about England, but if she, they were living in America, she probably would have been arrested because the things she were doing were, were dangerous to you know the public and, and herself and others. Uh, and definitely not, not legal and not, uh, not unmalicious. Right. So... I think it's very unfortunate that they chose to go that route with her character because it was, uh, you know, she started off as the center of the show and a good character. and Witty uh, and funny, and she was definitely a little crazy, but it was more quirky. And it was funny and still likable, the stupid things she did. But by the end, it was like she just kept eavesdropping and lying. Everything she did was a lie. It was just not enjoyable anymore, and I actually felt sorry for Lionel. Who is her husband the in the show? Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Yeah, very unfortunate that they that they did that, and it really it made every moment that she was on screen a bad moment in the show for the last uh, several seasons. Which the yeah, the, the later seasons were much much shorter than the earlier seasons. Uh, the uh, the shooting schedule became very short after uh, her husband died, and um, they they definitely scaled back the show, and that's why I believe they got a new set of writers because the uh, the full time writers that they had been working with, I can only imagine were moved on to other projects, and uh, they the people that were left were stuck working with um, whatever they had, and uh, you know they took a quirky character and used it as a, a plot device instead of an actual character, and that's how I feel. I feel that they used her as a very simplistic plot device to introduce problems that they could then fix in an episode. It was very 60s sitcom uh, plot device. Except I feel like they were using her as a plot device to create problems that weren't fixed until the end of the series. That's Yeah, that's actually true. Yeah. Because yeah. it like kept going on and on. Yep. Which I guess is, is more realistic, the fact that she would lie and then the problem would continue... Right, yeah, they actually had specific lies carrying between seasons, Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it just got, it it got totally obnoxious. No character in the the show should have been reacting to her the way they were. No one ever confronted her. Right. You know, and it it was really, really a problem. Like, this is a person who, in the real world, would, at a very minimum, be medicated, if not uh, imprisoned. You know, and these people aren't even bothering to confront her. It was a little bit weird. And it's too bad because I really like Judy Dench. And I think she's a great actor. And I really liked this character to begin with. She was just funny. And, mm-hmm. and by the end, it was just, you just did not like her at all. It was really unfortunate. Yeah. I think they um, they did a little bit of uh, the, the A Fine Romance thing, which she played the same character in A Fine Romance. The insane one that was always insane. And uh, it wasn't quite as bad, but in A Fine Romance, you get the same kind of feeling like you just don't like her character because she's not a nice person. She doesn't do nice things for people. Right. She hmm. was so, you know, uh, both those shows, they would, and those shows had a lot in common. Uh, but I feel like the thing that makes those shows feel so much in common was the rotten character that she played. And uh, I think that's really unfortunate. Because I don't think it had anything in common until she started being this not very nice character. Because before that, I don't really think it had much in common. No, no. It was a very different character. It was a little bit quirky, and you could tell that they got the idea from A Fine Romance, the the quirkiness. If you think about it, it's weird because because it didn't turn into that until after her husband died. And that was the show she did with her husband. Yeah, A Fine Romance she did with her husband, yeah. Huh. Maybe she was regressing. Maybe, maybe, it was maybe. A I don't. Reaction. I don't think it had anything to do with her. Oh, I think that's. I mean, she doesn't write her part. Right. Well, they do do a lot of improv, though, don't Not they? Not storyline improv. Oh, yeah. Okay. I guess the story. It was. It was basic storyline stuff. It right. wasn't just her. The entire show was based around. You know, they made it that. I mean, seriously, she was a plot device. That was none of the episodes would have had. A motivation without it, so there's nothing she could have been improvising in the character pieces like that. Hmm. So that I just think was uh, very, very unfortunate the way that it turned out. But the show, uh, the other characters they made stronger, uh, so it's kind of like they just lost a character and the show got a little bit sillier, but uh, most of the relationships in the show carried on and uh, uh, still a really great show. Yes. It's just very unfortunate about uh about the way that they decided to take that one character. You know, I feel that it often happens with long-running shows that they just end up ending badly. I, I think that it's important for a show to know when to quit. And uh, I think they hung on too long. Um, well, I feel that they... I feel that they must have changed their goals during the making of the show because i i don't feel like the length that they ended up going to was necessarily inappropriate for what they started with right but partway through when her husband died they suddenly scaled back the shooting schedule and started treating the show differently and everything changed at that point all of a sudden i feel like there was a show written from the beginning that they didn't get to follow hmm and so I don't think it ended up being the show they meant it to be. And if you watch the first several seasons, you get a feeling where they're going for this really deep character development and really good characters with and all their interactions. And the series were you know three or four times as long as they ended up being. And that 
towards the end, they ended up just being, uh, you know, four or six episode, almost little mini series that they would show in between yeah. other seasons. And actually, all of a sudden, nothing happened anymore. You know, right? Nothing major happened in any of their lives. Yeah. All of a sudden, yeah. Like they had been doing um, interesting stuff, and then it just stopped. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, and uh, the last thing that happened was they went to America and they did all that stuff, and that was right about when uh, Mike died, but that part was already written in and the the events were already in motion, mm-hmm. and after that point, everyone just sat around and had, and that's when they started uh, no longer having the character interactions and started just having these dishonest interludes and then everyone's confused attempt to put pieces back together in episode after episode. Yeah. So Well, we're tough. making it so that people aren't going to want to watch this show. I know, and it's really the th- well one of the things that's really important to remember or to realize is that 90% of the show is in the first 5 or 6 seasons. Mm-hmm. And the last few seasons are so short that, you know, we could say the same things about Roswell. Roswell had 3 long seasons. And the first two are amazing, and the third one completely dropped off in quality. It was one-third of the show that dropped off in quality, or almost one-third of the show. But in as time goes by, even though it was three or four seasons that were pretty weak, they were progressively weaker, so that the first ones weren't as bad as the last ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, by, the, by the ninth season, which was only four episodes, they had lost Gene's character completely. There was nothing left. Right. And in the 8th, it was almost gone. But in the 7th, it was only halfway. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, but the the first, every season got shorter than the one before, pretty much. And, uh, and so, you know, the ninth season is a total of just under two hours of screen time. It's very, very little. And the 8th season is only six hours, under six hours of screen time. And so uh, it's, it's just a tiny amount in the overall scheme of things. But I kind of feel like the original plan had been 10 or 11 full-length seasons with, you know, 13 episodes or whatever. Yeah. And so that's, I think that's really too bad. That would have been a really, really awesome show to have gotten to see that amount of character development and the things that they were planning on doing, and that would have been great. Oh, wow. Very sad. But the entire series, uh, series uh, seasons 1 through 9 plus uh, what I like to call the season 10 wrap-up, uh, and it gets to be called season ten by me because it is fifty percent the length of season nine. Uh, so if that got to be season nine, ten must be as well. Season ten, um, and uh, all that is available on DVD from the BBC. And uh, no matter how much we complain about it, it is my all-time favorite show. It's good so, stuff. Check it out. Good stuff. And uh, I think with that, uh, do you have anything else? I don't. You look exhausted. I'm so tired, yes. Uh, and we are actually coming up at midnight, and I do actually have to be up not that late. So Yeah, well, I have to go to class morning. tomorrow. You do have class tomorrow. Yeah. Yep. And so uh, this is SGL Media signing off for the evening. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and we look forward to speaking with you again. And uh, we'll be wrapping up with... Uh, another tune from the uh, Podsafe Music Network. Okay, good night, everybody. Good night. And uh, this song that we're going to be playing uh, is provided to us by the Podsafe Music Network. Music dot I'm sorry, <laughs> music dot And uh, this is the song Latino Chino by Tangential Cold. <laughs>